Namaste, family. Welcome to Subtle Storm. My name is Sky, and thank you for showing up for yourself today for another episode. Hello, everybody. So, I kind of just frantically, impromptu, just got all my things together to start this podcast right now because I felt a very harsh push in my spirit. Definitely as a safe space for myself in that way but also I think it's a really good message that I have today for people and at the time that I'm filming this I'm kind of in my episodal aspect of the podcast I don't know if it will stay in this by the time I post this um, but right now it's kind of like the explanation of spirituality getting to know what you're gonna hop into with this with this podcast and also might have just changed who knows you know life is very fluid so I'm going to give you some backstory. So, you know, I just moved to LA. I'm originally from Buffalo, New York. And I, I've i been a model for a really long time. I honestly don't even know how many years. It's been a while. It's kind of been on and off in a way as well. Um, not for any particular reason. You know, life happens and I allow myself to take breaks. And, the, you know, but I was offered a job in California in Los Angeles and I have a lot of family out here and I felt a push to come out here. So I kind of dropped everything really fast, got all the interviews done, got the job and I I don't want to say eagerly but you know I got everything together really fast. I felt like my spirit was pushing me here and like anybody does you know you drop everything to go move and not to go move but to you know, to follow a dream in a way, as everybody does, especially when they come to Los Angeles specifically. Um, but I knew that I, I have had a potential in LA. I don't know what it was. I still, you know, you'll, you'll come to know that I'm still in this space where I don't know exactly what it is, but I know that it's here or I know that it's there or this is like a step in my journey to get there in whatever way that it means, whatever, you know, it may come to to fruition in my life you know this was a necessary step that I had to make and I felt it deep in my soul so I did it anyway (laughs) I did it right and also I you know modeling is really fantastic out here so I had a lot of I saw all the opportunities and I wanted to take advantage of those right so I got everything together I left all my friends all of my things back home and I left with everything that I could fit in my car you know, I went through a lot of different things, you know, a lot of emotions came up within, like, you know, leaving the apartment that I was in at the time because it felt very safe, and then coming to a new apartment and trying, in a whole different state, trying to make it feel safe, spending time with my family when I first got out here, and being a little stressed at the emotional aspect that was kind of weighing on me going to work a nine-to-five job as soon as I land somewhere that I move staying with family dealing with kind of you know the stress of family and trying to work this job while also realizing I'm in a whole different state and all this all these things are happening to me changes in my body because a lot of times when people talk about um, moving they don't talk about the changes that physically happen in your body like if you move from because I moved from you know the east coast to the west coast my entire like my sinuses got different the way that I breathe is different maybe it's just California specifically but you know anyway it's not important but all these things are changing and I'm adjusting and I'm you know a little emotional a little stressed out and you know whatever and then I move into another apartment here and I deal with the um, awareness of traumas that were from my childhood arising um, 
due to, you know, wanting to feel safe in a home and, you know, dealing with those things. And then not even a month after I got here, I was in a really, a pretty bad car accident. And um, a drunk driver had hit me in another vehicle and um, it was, they hit me head on. My entire car was totaled. It was very jarring. And the first thing that I looked at, because I had two friends following me at the time, the first thing I looked for when I got out was, you know, were they okay? My second thought was, you know, is my car okay? My third thought was, oh, um, you know, I just woke up from fainting. Immediately as I woke up, um, because I, I did I did faint upon impact, um, immediately as I woke up, I was kind of jamming to the song that was playing. And... And then I looked around. I literally got out of the car and looked around. But the, you know, the officers were like, no, don't do that. But, you know, so that all happened. It was definitely a lot more scarring than I, than I am presenting to you right now. Like, you know, I had went through a period of time immediately, not immediately following because the adrenaline did stay with for a couple of days. But I had a really like kind of depressed period in a way where I was like, wow, this trauma is bringing up all of my past trauma. And if you don't know anything, if you don't know me personally, um, I was an attempted homicide victim in 2016, which kind of changed my life forever. Um, I have really um, ongoing chronic pain from that incident, you know, things that I deal with on a daily basis from that. And I was quite young. So all of those things like kind of stuck in the back of my mind. And I didn't I didn't know how to deal with trauma at that point. So a lot of those things were suppressed and I still, I wasn't even aware of some of these things that were affecting me as a result of that accident that came up with this accident. So I had a lot of things kind of come to the forefront of my mind and, you know, it was hard to deal with those things. And I allowed myself the space to be vulnerable with myself and validate my, my feelings and my thoughts at the time that were arising from that. But I still was feeling these things and the more that I allowed myself to feel them, the deeper that I felt them, but it was important. And, you know, I had a period of time where I felt like negative and I'm usually a very positive person, but these are the emotions that happen, right? So, you know, I try to get all that sorted out, all this happens, whatever. Fast forward another month and we're here today. And this morning, you know, this, this past week for me has been a little emotional I have had some like emotional, emotionally connected um, relationship trauma that has been coming up for me recently. And those are things that I've been addressing the past week and allowing myself space for. And so I was kind of coming out of a little bit of a sad period in a way. And this morning I woke up, I was going to physical therapy for the pain that had, um, Oh, the why I said that (laughs) earlier was after that accident, you know, all of my pain came back from that previous accident, like tenfold. And all the pain that I had worked in physical therapy to kind of alleviate that was alleviated came all back within the accident. So, you know, it's been a struggle even um, between now and that and that period a month ago. But today this I woke up and went to physical therapy and I got in another car accident and and I got everything kind of sorted out with insurance you know not I'm not even concerned about any of that even the the basis of the fact that it happened that's not the point of me telling you this the point of me telling you this was kind of you know that I called or 
what brought me to this conclusion, why I wanted to speak about it is I had called a friend for advice because he knows a lot about cars. And he, he simply said that, you know, the car that had hit me was an older vehicle. Um, and, you know, I, I wasn't even thinking too much about it. But he and my car was brand new. I literally just bought it because the other car was totaled. And so I just bought this car like a couple weeks ago. And, um, you know, he was like, I would be sick. Like I would be I would be screaming at this little woman. Like I would be so angry. And I was just thinking, how could you be angry at something when it's literally life like I there was no possible way for me to prevent a situation that I was meant to be in um you know the first thing to acknowledge in a situation like that is are we okay are we alive are is anybody suffering physical damage you know um are, are we okay we're okay she had kids in the car it really wasn't about accident it wasn't but it was still like the you know the premise that it happened so soon after all of these coincidences but her kids were okay, you know, maybe a little jarred. We were both a little jarred, but, you know, sh- I can't, I don't want to swear in this podcast, but things happen and it's okay to allow those things to happen no matter how incredibly unfortunate they may be. Those things are going to happen and that shift of perspective is so important in our lives you know, you could go around being so angry at life and so depressed and allowing yourself to sit in these emotions in a negative way. It's healthy to sit in these emotions and allow yourself to feel them and analyze them, but it's not healthy to have yourself run away from them, but be angry at them because you're having them, if that makes sense. It is so incredibly healthy for our immune systems, for our brain, for our nervous system, for our body to not hold grudges on the emotions that we feel or the the grudges on people that are causing those emotions but even those things like things that are emotions that are rising from other people are still a reflection of how we feel internally and so I just wanted to come on here and say you know every day that you are my grandmother used to have this magnet and it said every day above ground is is a good day and man do I really hold that with me today because you know I could die tomorrow and the things that ha- I have went through this past month, two months, however long it's been, won't matter. You know, I wouldn't have to pay those bills, you know, <laughs> but that's not the point. Like, you know, life is so short or how so long, however you want to look at it. But these minuscule moments are memories. These moments are things you just have to deal with, like like as a woman you just get your period every month you just have to deal with it and accept it and learn ways to cope with it and learn ways to alleviate the pain and learn ways to work with it in a way and this is why I love women so much because we're so we're such warriors in that way and not even just thinking in the aspect of menstrual cycles but in the aspect of how we think with those things we we women have such a capability for understanding that naturalistically men do as well um but it's more of a psychological sense because men are men if that makes sense but innately women are more easily in tune with that aspect but that's not to say that men can't get in tune with it absolutely not that is not what i'm saying i think everybody you know is able to be in tune with themselves enough to be in tune with the world and be present 
And so, yeah, exactly. My entire thing is be present, you know, and that doesn't mean react or, you know, be mad at these kinds of situations. It just means to understand the moment, know how you're feeling, address how you're feeling, make sure it's not connected to anything else. And if it is, address that. And if that's connected to something else, address that, you know, and allow yourself to be non-reactive and not because you don't want to give energy to the situation, which is something you might want to avoid, but also because you don't want to feel that within yourself. You don't deserve to be reactive onto somebody else, but to feel the effects more onto you, whether you want to realize it or not. If you are angry at somebody and really outwardly protruding that onto somebody, then they're they're gonna they're not really always going to feel the effects of that if they are self-aware enough they're not gonna feel that at all you're really hurting yourself so much more than you're hurting them and by you wanting to hurt them more and with them being non-reactive then you're the one getting hurt 10 times more and all of the time and that may seem easier said than done in a way because it's like okay you know, I should be non-reactive, but I can't help these emotions and wanting to project them outward, right? But it comes with the fundamental understanding that we don't have to react. It is not a necessary thing to react. You have time and space to understand why you want to react before you do. If you're in a situation where somebody is yelling at you, you have time to analyze the feelings and thoughts that you're having within your head and maybe address the feeling of wanting to react or the feeling of wanting to be angry back but understanding that fundamental truth that you know you're only hurting yourself more and giving this love and respect that you deserve in that situation but also just recognizing that they're expending energy for a reason that is not servable to the situation in that way right you know what what can you do proactively in a situation like that that's really going to uplift the entire situation? And what does being reactive do? What does being reactive help in that case? You know, I consistently feel happy throughout situations like this, even though they are so, they could be so just discouraging in ways, but I like to be like have the mentality that you know things just happen and I could have no way of preventing this clearly because it happened and also it's the thought of like I know a lot of people will want to be like but I could have prevented it I could have done this or I could have done it but if it happened it was meant to happen right sorry for like the car alarms in the background But if it happened, it was meant to happen and there's nothing you could have done to prevent it if it was supposed to happen to you, if that makes sense. And not to say that like you deserve to be in a situation like this, but maybe it's necessary for your growth and maybe it's necessary to realize these things within yourself or to recognize anything within yourself. If you are aware enough to utilize those tools or, you know, maybe later in life it'll become useful. Maybe right now it's overwhelming, you know. These things are really here to serve you, no matter how discouraging they are or upsetting or anything. They are really there to serve you in life and to also just be there. Like, we can't always expect that life is going to be 
incredible 100% of the time. It's so unrealistic to expect that, especially we're kind of built to expect that of ourselves all the time. That's why a lot of people, a lot of times people get so disappointed in, in their lives with themselves or their self-esteem goes low based off of like confidence and whatever, all these different things. Like we are not perfect humans and that's why you see news reports all the time of these types of things but you know things happen and it's okay to you know flow with the ebb and flow of life in that way like these things are happening for reasons we're unaware of and for things that are going to come about in our future and we're going to be like we're going to look back on these moments and be like you know what i needed that that was supposed to happen to me or you could have a negative reaction to those things and then you're going to look back and be like, oh, I wish I had just let it flow because now I'm living in abundance or I wish that, you know, I was just relaxed and I wish I could have had a happier mindset. But you can avoid all of that by, I mean, you can avoid that thought in general just by accepting that, you know, you go through different mindsets at different times based off of how you view your life at that time, the knowledge that you meet yourself with at that period of time. So what I'm saying is just kind of like, you know, an extreme example. You don't have to think like that at all. You can avoid all of that. But it comes with this higher awareness of knowing like, you know, this is life. I'm in it for life. You know, these experiences are what make my life. And, you know, how could I enjoy all the blissful and amazing things in my life without, you know, acknowledging and giving appreciation and, and gratitude even for those negative moments because they make us who we are and they, you know, they make us human. They make us, they give us the personality that we, we portray to other people and view ourselves with, you know, it's natural and it's okay to feel emotions based off of things and it's okay to be angry at things but you know it's not okay for yourself to relic in those emotions and I just want to clarify that as well I'm not saying that you can't be mad you know I'm not saying that you cannot be upset or sad for periods of time but you know you have the capability of seeing those emotions understanding them knowing that you're valid with with those emotions and also moving through them and forward from them to produce a happier outcome, you know? And it's you don't always have to be like, oh, you know, it's okay all the time and always super positive. That's, that is not what's life, what life is about. But in the end, you know, maybe a day later we want to be like, okay, you know what? I'm so happy. And even though, like, me, I said that I reacted when I got out of um, the first accident, you know, I was still kind of jamming to music. I was still happy, but that's just the person that I am but I also I got home that night and I was definitely a little sad I, I kind of delayed the reaction but you know that's my own trauma and that's my own way of coping but the healthiest way what I did after that is I you know I saw that those emotions were coming up I recognized that I didn't address them at the time but it was okay for me because you know I had adrenaline and I actually couldn't physically attach to those emotions or be recognized with those emotions at that time and I went back home, I felt them, and I, I sat with myself, and I meditated, and I was like, okay, why are these coming up? And they just kept coming up, and all these different things kept coming up. I definitely got a little bit negative, but I, I recognized why I was feeling like that, and I said, it, okay, it's okay to feel like this. It's okay to, to feel overwhelmed and down, but I'm going to pick myself back up, 
and I am not going to allow this to define me and I'm not going to allow this to hurt me. I am going to use this experience to grow from and to use it within my own practice of self-awareness and self-growth so that I can become a better person, so that I can use this better to help other people and to make my life more meaningful and all of these different things. And overall, that is just what I, I want to bring forward to the table because I feel like it's so important to have the recognition of you know, life is just life and not to take things so seriously all the time and not even just that, but, you know, if you do take it seriously, recognize where you are within that orbit of whatever space you're in at that time. You know, it's okay to, to live life and to live it in ways that you might not have wanted or expected to happen, but do happen and, you know, say, all right, this is what's coming to me. That's okay. But I'm also going to be present in this moment and recognize how I'm feeling and address that for myself and for the betterment of everyone else around me in that way. So I don't project. So I don't hurt other people based off the trauma that I am not allowing myself to recognize. And that is pretty much it. And I hope that somebody gained really beautiful awareness from this. And if I helped one person today, I'm grateful. But if no one, if no one benefited from this, I'm sorry, but... I truly did and that is a win in my book even though it is not a competition but let's end today with a little oh ASMR I wonder if I could do it with this mic let me know if you got tingles <laughs> kidding so we're gonna once again I don't know if I'll still be doing this by the time that I post it, but hopefully, because I really enjoy this. So we're going to do a little page from Be Here, Be Now by Ram Das. All right. So this page says, example, somebody looks at you seductively. An ice cream cone goes by. Will it ever be the big ice cream cone in the sky? Will it ever be an eternal ice cream cone? Or is it always going to melt? You gotta keep eating it, yet it melts and melts. That's its problem. You gotta keep eating it, cause it will melt, and then it's gone. And you know what that tastes in your mouth in your mouth it when you <laughs> and you know that taste in your mouth when you do finish and you want a glass of water, right? And then you have a glass of water and there's that bloaty feeling, then you're ready for the next one. You get rid of that one. Let's take a walk. And you take a walk. It's cold out. Let's have some hot chocolate. Yes, let's have some. And on and on and on. And it's called life. Oh, man. You see, the opposite of craving is saying, baby, this is the way it is. Yeah, okay. Here and now. This is it. I accept the here and now fully as it is right at this moment. Man, okay. I don't know what I was getting, you know, prior to this episode or anything like that. Because obviously, I don't know when I'm going to post this. If you're listening to it now, man, that's crazy. Every the past couple of times that I've done that, it's been in complete re- relation to the topic that I was talking on that day, and I think it's just absolutely insane that you know things line up like that. But like it said, that is life, man. Things happen in alignment, like they're like exactly what they're supposed to do. And I am wishing you the power to use that information positively in your life and does this sound weird 
I don't know. I'm in a great mood today, surprisingly, but <laughs> I hope this benefited you and that you receive some love and light in your life if that's what you are open to and maybe need receiving. So namaste and many blessings to you.